Okay. I play some, some soca vibes for Jamal. Me and my friends. That's, that's his world. <laughs> Flex your Trini heritage, man. Oh, man. You, you, you from Trinidad, Brandon? Trinidad and, and, and Jamaican. Yes, I'm a mix. The best of both worlds. Great. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like me. So, we're, we're yeah, yeah. And me. You're, you're full yeah, Trini, right? Yeah, my parents are. Okay. I'm, I'm from here. And uh, Patrick's the odd man now. He's just a yachty, but he loves mom, Soka mom, Fets. Mom. He loves Soka Fets, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of us. You gotta love him. <laughs> Man them, man them. It's not with a hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. A war. Yes, yes, wait, wait. yes. Where's my drop? The world generous speaking. Yeah, man. We're here. We're here surviving. Got to let me show the fit. Let me show the fit. So oh. you can see that. You know. Nice shirt. What does it say for the, for, what does it say for the listeners? For the listeners, you're right. You're right. Young, black, and gifted. You know, something we got to stress especially during this time but we're here man happy to be here and brampton brampton's finest finest Finest. oh do it well man do it well definitely a heavy week but um yeah excited to have this talk man excited to get into it yeah, of course and i'm happy to be here as well shop like shock you wish you wish you and i mean we have a, a very very special guest and i mean this has kind of been uh it's been it happened really quickly. I didn't think it, we, we'd have him on so so fast, uh, but I guess uh, considering these these circumstances, it's it's. I think it's a great episode to have you on. Um, so, without further ado, we have NBA All Star, uh, NBA Champion. We can actually throw on there. Woo! There we go. Former Toronto Raptor as well, which is crazy because he's from Scarborough. Hey, big up Scarborough. Um, <laughs> he also won a national championship in the NCAA, so, like, why not throw yeah, that on there? Yeah. Uh, we have yeah. Big Cat Jamal McGlure joining us. Thanks hey. for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. It's been a long time coming. I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be on. Uh, how, how you been since, uh, since all this has been going on? Are you fully converted to hermit status? I see that you've also <laughs> been very active lately, but uh, how's things been? Uh, you know, overall, it's been okay. You know, I, I watch the news every day, and it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fact that there's a lot of people uh, that are dying. Uh, there's a lot of infrastructure um, deficiencies that we have. Um, you know, you look at the, the long-term, the long-term health care system and what they're going through, mm-hmm. and it's really sombering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I have my my lows with that, but um, you know, overall, I've been, uh, you know, God willing, healthy. Uh, I've been in seclusion for the most part, and uh, just following the orders, trying to 
chip in and do my part in keeping our city and our country, uh, you know, safe from this COVID. So yeah, lately we saw like you, like I said, you've been pretty active, uh, and I guess that's been in conjunction with your foundation. Yes, sir. I, uh, you know, I, I feel like um, too often than not, um, we get ignored as a city, and uh, there's not enough that me personally that I could do and that we all could do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we got to understand it's not only monetary, you know, it's not like donating money. I mean, even though that's good and it's encouraged because hospitals could always use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about like what else we could do. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen some of the clips in the past, you even see like they have a little um, uh, a parade of cars in front of hospitals honking their horns. Yeah and cheering for the frontline workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't cost anything, you know what I mean? So I think there's so many ways that we could all chip in and try and help and encourage uh, each other through this time of uncertainty that um, I just tried to get into, you know, our three hospitals in Scarborough and yes. and donate some food. And, and, and though it's small and trivial, sometimes it goes a long way, far more than you and I may even understand. You know, those guys work 12-hour shifts mm-hmm. day in and day out and have to go home, uh, you know, to their families. Yeah. And the fact that they're there trying to protect us and are among the sick, I just think that they need a little special encouragement because they're human like everybody else. They have their highs, they have their lows. And if we don't keep them afloat, then this problem is going to be a lot longer than it really needs to. A hundred percent. On that note, I just want to highlight too. um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but... Uh, there's a little heart T-shirt. I'm trying to see if that will show. Come but through with, the, with the logo in the back, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's um, <laughs> I like it. yeah, oh, it was from go. a campaign that uh, Rogers actually was doing um, in partnership with a bunch of other other foundations. It's a smile campaign, so you can buy the T-shirt. It comes with a with a mask, and the proceeds were actually going to um, COVID uh, COVID nineteen <laughs> refunds and and frontline workers, and basically showing our support for. All the people who were, you know, taking care of us and making sure people are safe. Um, they're making sure our stocks at our, our grocery stores are shelved. Or, Absolutely. Um, you know, so, yeah, man, definitely got to support those who were taking care of us during this time. Yeah. Because they're susceptible to getting sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. They're out there every day and they're asking everybody else in this world to stay inside. Yeah. So those are the people that we really need to try and check for during this tough time. And that's all I'm trying to do. A hundred percent. So could you, could you talk a little bit about your foundation, uh, like what, what it is and what you've got going on with that? Because I know I, I like behind closed doors, I, I kind of contributed a little bit to what you might be doing. And I'm not sure where you guys in, in terms of uh, revealing what you what you have planned. But uh, just maybe a little bit about your foundation and what it kind of stands for. Well, Shaq, you've been you've been involved from day one, you know, from the days of Jamba and, uh, you know, on to what you're doing now. Uh, obviously, right now in the interim, I'm working on a, uh, a digital basketball clinic for the kids. Um, but the initiatives that I have is just trying to give kids uh, uh, a 
chance to dream. And what I mean by that is um, giving them a chance to go to post-secondary school. I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, you graduate from high school and then you want to know what's next. Mm -hmm. And throughout uh, me and my team mentoring and, you know, providing some assistance in any way that we can, we want to give them an opportunity to go to college and get a career and make, a, a make something of themselves. And what I've learned recently that school, like university and college is not as essential yeah. as it was in the year 1996 to 2000 when I went to school at the University of Kentucky. I've learned that trades are just as essential as going to school. Mm -hmm. So I'm opening up the doors to giving high schoolers a chance not only to go to university or college, but to learn a trade. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether that's, you know, being a mechanic or, or whatever, um, I want to be able to help. Mm -hmm. And, and that's all I, you know, that's, that's basically what the foundation is about. It's about uh, giving kids a chance to dream mm -hmm. uh, and, giving them an opportunity that they might not have otherwise had. Absolutely. And in regards to your uh, digital clinic that you're going to have with the uh, younger gen well, the younger kids, of course, I remember playing jam and getting killed by them for many years you're when welcome. I was playing. But for those kids, is, is it ages, um, <laughs> would, it, would it be simply like the high school all the way down? Are they getting that the access to that digital clinic for them to, you know, to be honing on their skills right now during this time? Absolutely. I think it's open to everybody. Um, I realize that basketball has magnified so fast, you know, with the Toronto Raptors and all the Canadians that we have right now that's in the NBA. Um, I wouldn't really want to limit it. And I don't think there should be any limits on basketball because we can't even go outside right now and play anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to limit it to any age, whoever's interested, whoever wants to be a part of something great. Right. Uh, I, I, I hope I can say I have a little experience in basketball. Um, <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> so, I mean, to get this tutelage and for free for and from, you know, the guys like Shaq that I've taught is just, you know, why, why not? Yeah. No, trust me. It's crazy to say, like, when I think about how long ago that was and just where where everything has gone and a lot of those guys that I've come up with and where they are in the world, too. Like, it, it's I think you can say it's like it's pretty astounding to see what it what what can really happen once you have like a like that family outside of your family that kind of helps to support you in, in, in whatever it does, whatever it is, aside from even if it's just aside from sports. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're, you're absolutely right. The support system is, is key, even with me and my transition from leaving, you know, high school at 18 and going away to the University of Kentucky, I don't mm -hmm. think I could have did it without, uh, you know, a good support system and, and some of the people like Simeon Mars that came down there with me and mm -hmm. my both of my parents. I've been very fortunate that way to be raised by, you know, both, both mom and dad. So uh, very humbled in a lot of ways. And, and I realize how important having a good support system is. I want to ask you about that time transitioning from Eastern Commerce to the University of Kentucky. Was it, because obviously back then, was it when, when you 
got onto campus in Kentucky, was it the transition? Was it was it too difficult, or and, and it's, how difficult was it for you to transition in that period of time in your life? It was very difficult, you know, leaving Canada at 18 years old, and all I know is Toronto. You know, like I never even left the city of Toronto that much unless I had a ride. I've never, to this day, has taken the gold bus or the gold train or CNN rail or anything like that because all I know is the TTC and the Metro Toronto Police, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within those four walls of Port Union, Steeles, Kipling, and Queen's Key or Lakeshore, that's all I really knew from being born to 18 years old. Wow. And then, you know, having to uproot myself and go by myself <laughs> to the University of Kentucky, it was just, it was a culture shock and it was very, very, very difficult to deal with initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to drive home on the weekend and drive straight home. Wow. Um, Whoa. 10 hours. <laughs> wow. <'cause I> wanted, <laughs> and that was for two days. And that was the culture shock that um, I had that I couldn't adapt to. And then as soon as the season started, which was March Madness, which was October 15th, when you're practicing seven days a week, that shit ceased yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So driving home for running, I was doing trying to get home and, and, and hang out with my friends and stuff yeah. like that while I was going to the University of Kentucky in my first year um, was being homesick. But when the season started, I, you couldn't leave. I just stuck it out. And by the next year, I didn't even want to go home, you know, because of the experiences and the people that I met. Uh, down at the University of Kentucky. So did you learn to make roti by this time? or? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's what I'm saying. I learned to make roti before I left. I, I was so um, Caribbean, yeah. uh, and I wanted to... I didn't want to detach myself from that. So I remember um, bringing a whole bunch of soca CDs. Back then we had CDs, <laughs> and it wasn't digital music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, would really keep it going. Keep mm. I wouldn't lose touch with what was going on back home. Yeah. Mm. So I, I guess that transition was, was crazy, but like I think from there you probably kind of felt it got into a comfort zone, and then from there on out it was just kind of he pretty much brought Soka to Lexington, Kentucky. That's what <laughs> he did. Facts. He facts. Did. Facts. I did. <laughs> no word of a lie. I, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I, that it be a part of me and and what I did. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately for my roommate, because we had roommates in college, but <laughs> yeah. that's how the ball bounces sometimes, you know? I feel, like, uh, I feel like you've been, before you actually got the, the official title as uh, one of the ambassadors for, for uh, the Toronto Raptors, uh, I feel like you've been indoctrinating a lot of the American players to coming to Carabana in years Facts. past. Pioneer facts. Pioneer. Uh, I have, I have, uh, and it, it started. It started before I was, uh, you know, with the Toronto Raptors. It started as a player, mm-hmm. you know, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, they've heard about it even before they met me. So the fact that I'm solidifying it yeah. and 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 that I have my the own stories are true, or what we call band. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was yeah. easy. It was an easy sell. And uh, they they love the experience up here in Toronto. 
Oh, of course. We know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it like for you to actually play here, though? Like, just in per, in perspective, yeah. uh, I think I, I want to link this question, play here and then eventually win a championship win. here as well from the perspective of being a dude from Scarborough. It's um, it's very, very humbling. And it, it, it makes me emotional um, to, to think about uh, you know, the humble beginnings here in Toronto and leaving when I was an 18-year-old, turning into a man and coming home, playing, being the first Canadian to play home and retire here mm -hmm. and then have a job. I was there that night, actually. Know, right after that. I uh, This thing has taken a 360-degree a you know, turn or circle, you know, like I, I finished right where I started. Yeah, right. And, and for me, that's so humbling. You know, some people in their whole life and there have been better players than myself that have never had the opportunity um, to play for their hometown. Mm -hmm. And, and not only have I had a opportunity to, play for my hometown and be Canadian playing on Canadian soil, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to win a, you know, a world championship as a coach has just been uh, a storied career for me. You know, um, it's been such a ride. Mm -hmm. It's hard sometimes to, to think about the past, but, mm -hmm. um, you know where we are now is, is good, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. for the city. I'm happy for, uh, you know, myself, my family, what we accomplished. You know, I'm tired of, of hearing, you know, shit like the Crafters or, <laughs> yeah. you know, they build just they build you up just to let you down. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and that was a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we're proven we're the best team in the world. And we're going to continue to be that. You know, we're champions, and um, that shit they can't take away from us. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, like, what I was going to say, I'll, I'll be the first one to actually buy your book once you put that all in. Obviously, in the book too. But um, <laughs> I, I had a lot of pride when you. Obviously, I remember you playing with the Raptors, and Jeff T. Jeff T. Tried to talk uh, smack to you. I remember that day. I'm like, well, what is he doing? And of course, you just put it to him, right? But, uh, I'll be the first one. You're the first one to buy that book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I um, I used to enforce and impose my will on these guys. <laughs> and, you know, there was nothing wrong with me. You know, I just, <laughs> nothing more than having an edge. But, um, you know, there's this notion that Canadians don't know anything, or at least mm. that's how it was 20 years ago when I started. And um, I just... Did you face that in the NBA? Would give them a harder time than they would give me until we get results. You know, like if somebody came in the paint, I'd warn them. I'd say, if you ever do that again <laughs> in this game, they're going to carry you out on a stretcher. <laughs> I, and they, they, they backed off. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to, half of the time, I probably wasn't going to do it. <laughs> but all you have to do is just, just show them. Question them and yep. put them to the test, and, and 
let's see. Yeah, see, that's the see. Scarborough mentality right there. So when there, you man. talk about Jeff Teague and guys like that, they're they're good guys, but they're they're very well. They could be they could be persuaded. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, did you face a lot of that? Like, because uh, I know just at, playing at a competitive level, being Canadian, going over the states and playing in those type of tournaments, immediately you're excluded and discarded because you're Canadian and that team whatever about those guys until you actually get to playing and then you got to disprove them. Did did you did that carry over or that kind of dynamic carry over even at a professional level too did you find um yeah i think um you know in college the game was a lot different and i think that um my game was more suited for the nba even in college i was very physical more like a, a hockey player than a basketball player mm -hmm. and would be called you know for a lot more fouls and i had a lot more technicals than everybody else and stuff like that but i think at that time the nba was rugged they were fighting they were pushing they were holding they were grabbing and um the transition might have been a lot easier for me than most and mm -hmm. i had a good career i had some good veterans i had a guy named Derek Coleman that oh, was yes, yes. A, a basketball thug. Um, <laughs> Eldon Campbell, PJ Brown, mm -hmm. you know, blue collar guys that are yeah. going to go into the field and do whatever they has to take, do whatever they have to do, mm -hmm. whether it looked good or not, you know, in order to win games. And it just, it just fit and clicked and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, I, I want to ask you one thing about, you know, now the current team. You have uh, guys like O'Shea Brissett out of Mississauga, Chris Boucher out of Montreal. Does that give you a sense of pride knowing that, you know, back when you were coming out of Eastern Commerce, going to Kentucky, like you open up the doors in a sense for these guys to actually be able to live out their dreams at home as well, too? Absolutely. I, I believe in my heart, you know, not to, to brag or to boast, but I think... Um, there's been predecessors before me that that had some influence on me. Uh, Bill Weddington, Rick Fox are guys that come to mind. Um, Bill Weddington won championships and Rick Fox played for Boston Celtics and the LA Lakers. Yes, so yes. like that's all we used to see back, back in Canada yeah. 25 years ago, NBC on Sundays. Uh, it was the Lakers and the Celtics. There wasn't ESPN for us in Canada or any, you know, streaming or anything like that. So to watch those guys, they really inspired me playing against Jordan and some of the greats. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I would like to think the same way about guys like myself and Steve Nash and Todd McCullough. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it was only three Canadians in the NBA at that time. And um, I know that there were young Canadian kids watching at that time yeah. and and I, I hope to say that you know two-time MVP Steve Nash had mm -hmm. some influence on, on Canadian basketball yeah. if not all yeah. he's a yeah. great <laughs> the greatest yeah um, but I think we we did open some doors for the guys behind us and um, they're going to do the same so I, I have a two-part question so First part, considering you brought up that you got to play against people like like the great like uh, uh, Michael Jordan and, and people like that, yes, what did you yes. think of the Last Dance documentary from your perspective of being a guy that wasn't necessarily playing with Michael, but you were kind of around at that time? Uh, and then, um, 
fast forward to the Raptors winning a championship in 2019. How amazing would that Last Dance documentary look in 20 years? In 20 years. How crazy well, would that be? <laughs> it would look great. Uh, the Last Dance was a great documentary. I think that um, you can't take anything in the NBA. We say, you know, when you win or lose, you, you can't be too high and you can't be too low. I feel like sometimes the media um, will put a spin on on things the way they want to see fit. So I wouldn't really take anything that way from a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. um, Michael Jordan, in my opinion, is the greatest player of all time. And um, he's proven by winning six championships. How he did it is irrelevant at this point. Um, he's a winner and that's what we all aspire to do and be so I, I and then even also from the perspective of you who had the 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 luxury of or the the luxury of actually playing with lebron james another guy in that conversation uh, on that that heat team what that was first put together if i'm not mistaken um what like in that i i saw that uh, paul pierce said that he doesn't throw lebron on his top five at all um where do you throw LeBron in this conversation as you've already solidified Michael as number one? Well, I think LeBron is definitely in the conversation with Michael Jordan. He is a great player. I've played alongside him. Uh, he's a cerebral assassin. Uh, he prepares like nobody that I've ever seen before. Um, he takes care of his body. He watches film. Um, he's a leader. He's vocal. He's everything. Um, that uh, you know, basketball player should be. Mm -hmm. um, he's definitely in the conversation, um, but I think at that point it's preference. I think at the end of the day, we all aspire to win, mm -hmm. and 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 I think Jordan has the edge because he's won six titles, and there's nobody, you know, in in our recent history that has done that. So, yeah. you know, based on winning. Uh, I would say Michael Jordan uh, has, has, has proven himself as as being, you know, a great player. Hmm. And then, yeah. go ahead, Pat. No, I was just going to say, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I think if it wasn't for the last dance, Michael Jordan's perception, especially in this generation, would have gone sort of unnoticed or they wouldn't have appreciated how great he was, you know, especially guys like us who are under 30, we didn't really get to see Jordan. So I think the last dance was so important to just, not just for Jordan, but the legacy of what basketball was like in the nineties. Cause without that, like you said, we don't get the LeBrons. We don't get Kobe. We don't get none of these guys without Jordan and, and Scotty and those guys paving the way. So I definitely agree with you. The mentality that they had. Yeah. Um, and then um, lastly, I, I wanted to bring up the, uh, the NBA season, the, the, the likelihood that it's going to return and it does seem like it probably will in some shape or form um are you excited uh and um like what are your expectations uh going forward with that because it seems like it'll be something where there's going to be no fans it'll be kind of held on a campus kind of situation where i don't know if that's going to be a cool vibe that's going to be similar and reminiscent to what these guys used to do in aau ball and stuff but uh, uh i don't know what are your what are your thoughts on that uh, you know, my thoughts are, uh, obviously, I we're moving in the direction that we are going to finish our season out. Uh, it's going to probably be at the end of July, 
Um, and and I, I want to play. You know, that's what we all want to do. Uh, if you look at the statistics, uh, you know, most of us want to come back and play the game. Um, it's just unfortunate that there's not going to be any fans. I don't know how that dynamic is going to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that dynamic is going to be, but um, we're willing to play. We're willing to give it a shot and see how it goes. This may be the new norm, and we got to get used to it. Uh, you know, we, we felt like uh, we have an advantage. Uh, we're healthy. We're strong. We've been working out in the offseason, and we're not afraid to play anybody at any time. So, yeah, I love let's uh, let, let's throw it up and see. Just see. See the best man win. For sure. Let me, uh, Jamal, let me ask you one, one last question or one, one final question on my end. What do you think of the formats? I don't know. I mean, nothing's for certain here, but out of the formats they've thrown out, you know, people have talked about a World Cup scenario where we do like pools. It could be a playing tournament. What do you think about those and what would be your favorite option or your top option? Well, I think, um, you know, my best option is just calling calling the Raptors back-to-back champions. Calling it a day. I love that. <laughs> Let me hear more that. that. <laughs> I don't know why they're wasting their time. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Take well, I'm with <laughs> I just work here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just work. So, um, you know, besides, I, I think the round robin's intriguing. Mm. It really puts some suspense behind it. Yeah, I think if they include the point system, it'd be even better because you're yes. pushing to score more and you're pushing to play defense mm-hmm. to yes. stop them from scoring more. Yes, um, I think that dynamic is seems cool. I wouldn't do it every single year, but mm-hmm. based on this season and this year and how it you know it, it went, I think all options are on the table, and I think this year would be the time to try something different because it's such an odd year um, to try this next year. I don't think makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're going to start sometime in the late year, our 2020, 2021 season. Yeah. Uh, that's something that we wanted to try for a long time as well, starting later. Mm-hmm. as opposed to October 31st or the end of October. So now is the chance to try different methods, different things, and see what would work. And uh, the round robin is definitely something different. Um, and I guess lastly, before we let you go, do you think we should have uh, two different channels that we air, we broadcast these games on? One channel with, like, mad trash talk and all the cussing. <laughs> And the other yes. one with with you know clean so that the the kids can watch too. <laughs> I think I think the way I think the way this year is going, I think now is the time to try it. Yeah. <laughs> Just get me some basketball. Get some basketball. Yeah. Try something. Yeah. Because something you know something has to change. We gotta we gotta get better. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Jamal, we appreciate you joining on this episode. Uh, all your Thank insights. Thank you, guys. You guys uh, were a lot fun. of fun. Thank, yeah. Thanks for humoring me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Big up to Scarborough. Bro. Yeah. Big up to Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, please, please hurry. We're, keep working on getting us another ring. We need that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we're on that. <laughs> all right. Thanks, all right, Jim. Thanks, man. All right.
Uh, there you have it. Scarborough yeah, yeah, yeah. legend, Toronto uh, Raptors right. champion. Uh, yeah. That's how you Jamal. start a pod. That's how you start a pod, especially Honestly, on, on that's a... How we start. That's, that's how you start a pod yeah. on a rough week. Let's go, man. Yes, Let's go. Cool. Yes. Bring us back in, bro. Oh, my God. And that, that yeah. was, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a good conversation with I know, but you know we got, but you know we gotta we gotta bring it back because you know sometimes, you got, sometimes the pod has like a, a side A and a side B, Ooh, yeah, yeah, a little cool. bit. Um, so um, without further yeah, ado, yeah. I've been bumping Houdini, RP Houdini. Let's go for it. Let's go. Let's go. Not with the hype. The hype. Yo, who did he snap on his album? Too um, much, man. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Oh man! And there's too much. Oh man! Playing music after these guys are gone, man. I know. Honestly, I'm, right? I'm sick Honestly, of it. I'm this so is sick of it. Too I'm so much, man. Um, so if you, if you guys have been li- living under a rock, uh, Toronto, uh, I guess rising star, we can even call him rapper Houdini, um, was downtown Toronto. Uh, and he just got, he, I think he got, it looked like it was very targeted. Um, and he, he was shot and killed, uh, in a situation where I think, I believe two or three others were injured as well. Like it was a very messy yeah. Yeah. situation. Two, two, two other people got injured. A 27-year-old woman, I believe, and a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, um, and yeah. I believe who shot Houdini was also uh, a minor as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. been, like, very tragic to hear. And then I hate also, like, you know, like Brandon said, like, this is the time where, oh, shit, now we're going to all start listening to Houdini. We saw, like, yeah. his Instagram followers jumped, like, yeah. 40K in the day that he died. That's wow. so weird to me. That that is so, weird. That's, that's a weird a little bit. It's a little bit nasty. I think. Like I, I get it. Like, I, but you know, um, yeah. you know, rest in peace and prayers to his family. And and you know, I saw like you know the impact that he had with one of his fans that came to go, come to the you know the spot where he he unfortunately passed away. And like he really had an impact on the streets. I think to be honest, like he his audience definitely skews a little bit younger than us here. Uh, which yeah. is why I haven't really ever had a focus for like even really consuming his music, but like right. I could see where he was going, especially in the way that like I saw Meek Mill posting that this guy died, and you know right. the oh, impact yeah. on big stars like yeah. uh, you know Tory Lanez was mosh yeah. up. Uh, yeah. You know I saw that you know, I saw a, a very sad video. I was just like you know going through his his memories and shit. Like and man was in the studio with Pop Smoke too, and I'm like this yeah. is. There's a lot of sadness uh, around this this situation here. Yeah, yeah. Once again, he, he's like a fan of a lot of kids in the high school. Like all high school kids love this guy. Like I asked kids like who their favorite artist is, and they would say Kudini. Like more, multiple kids have told me that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. He, his 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 fan base is obviously large within the younger the younger audience, but it's just unfortunate, man. Like I'm I'm just sick and tired of you know playing playing these. Uh, his rappers that have passed away his music mm-hmm. after yeah. the fact, right? I, I did appreciate his music when I was here. I did appreciate yeah. it for what it yeah. was. Yeah. The, thing, the thing that was eerie to me is like, the moment I heard the shooting, no word of a lie, I had the feeling, my first thought was, oh no, I hope it's not 
like another artist or something. Really? Oh, so you heard that there was a shooting before they identified who what, who was involved, and that was your first. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I immediately went got thoughts of when. Um, wow. Oh. Uh, uh, smoke dog. Smoke dog. Smoke dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. When smoke dog, um, you know, was murdered, and that happened downtown as well, daylight. So it's it's just the moment I heard that I was like, please no, and. Yeah, it was, you know, they didn't they didn't confirm it for a while, but yeah. the streets knew. You know, people knew already. Social media knew. Um, it's just so sad, man. And then to see the disrespect that was happening from <laughs> Toronto Sun. Toronto, media, Toronto Sun specifically. Yeah. Nah, man, man. That ain't right, bro. Um Yeah, it, it was for clicks, bro. It's 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 nasty considering like what people are I don't know. I don't even think it's just even for clicks. I have no idea what the intention is at that point. Like it literally makes no sense why you need to be funny and cute with a guy's name because he passed away. Like I don't know. And then when they released the picture of what this guy looked like, like some real I don't know, short fedora wearing, super Caucasian probably has a bunch of prejudice and i heard like he even like i don't know i didn't fact check this so i'm not gonna spew shit that's not true but i saw that he he uh, manufactured drake lyrics for the purpose of this article to to get like a point across and so i just thought the whole thing was really nasty and i just don't see the reason why even bother like some sometimes you don't have like there's this world is very fucked up you can find some easy uh, news for somebody to click on very easy easily you know and i think yeah, I get it. Your job is to is to sell papers or, or get eyeballs on your on your content. But like, Houdini dying is enough uh, to to get what you need. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. And I, I think every journal, uh, every journalist needs to have some journalistic integrity at some point. Like mm-hmm. you, we were taught this in school, right? Like you have to have some journalistic integrity when someone's passing away or something serious is happening, right? Like, they, they want clicks. Toronto Sun is known for their outlandish, yeah. uh, you know, headlines and whatnot, but, like, when it comes to this, too, like, people, his family members were tweeting, like, this is, my brother just passed away, that like, you're doing this now. It's, it's, it's embarrassing, right? Yeah. And it goes back to the heavy week that we had when it comes to, you know, anti-racism. And just, just in general, the disrespect that, that a lot of, um, you know, uh, minorities have in the media uh, landscape, too. Yeah, and then I, I think, and like this, like what we we're saying, like this week has just been like completely tragic across the board. Like uh, with George Floyd passing away, I'm not, I don't think that happened at the time, uh, the last time we recorded, because there's been so many developments no. in this story that could, yeah, it didn't happen, yeah. I guess. So this is with um, it would have happened the day it came out. Our last pod came out. Okay, so like right. George Floyd, uh, he was living in in uh, Minnesota, uh, and um, I, I don't even really understand the reason why he was. Stopped forgery. and de- detained. Sorry, forgery. forgery. They said it was forgery for forgery. Of course, he was accused of forgery. Okay. Pat probably can speak to it a little bit more in in depth, but I, I know it was something that should not have resulted in the outcome yeah, that yeah. actually came from it, right? And it just further. Like, we'll get into it and whatnot, but it doesn't matter what what the case is at that point, right? Because exactly how how it was caught on tape, how it was exploited to the uh, you know to just the masses in general, it's. At that point, it doesn't matter. Now you have someone's life in danger, and you're disregarding that for whatever you you took him, you know, took him in for. Yeah, basically. Or, you know, so he was detained, so and they, yeah, he was detained. They said that he was resisting arrest. There's video footage that shows otherwise. And then as he's being detained, uh, he's he's on the ground eventually, handcuffed, and then a cop um, puts his knee on his neck. Therefore, um, as he's dying, and we've seen it and heard 
the exact same thing before with Eric Garner. I can't breathe. You know, I, I'm going to yeah. die. I can't breathe and dies. Um, with this cop's knee on his neck, posing. I think there was even a, a little smirk on his face at some point. Like, it just, it was just a completely unnecessary. Um, the funny thing is, is I thought, and there's nothing funny about it, but the, the, the thing is, I looked at him and I'm like, this guy looks like Steven Jackson. And yeah. lo and behold, right. Steven Jackson is mourning his death. And I thought he was just mourning his death because he, he identified with him because he actually looks like him. And maybe somebody said, yo, that could be you. And maybe he felt it. Nah, this is his childhood friend that just so happens yeah. to look just like him. So much so that they called each other twin. Um, so it, 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 it's just really crazy. Um, here's Steven Jackson when he I think he's in Minnesota at this point, because as soon as it happened, I saw him post a video that says it doesn't matter what I got to do, whatever. I'm going to Minnesota and, yeah. and you know, we're going to fight this thing, basically. I'm, I'm here because they're not going to demean the character of Greg or George Floyd, that's right, that's right. my twin. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when police do things that they know that's wrong. The first thing they try to do is cover it up and bring up your background to make it seem like the bullshit that they did that they did was worthy. When was murder ever worthy? But if it's a black man, it's approved. You can't tell me when that man had his knee on my brother's neck, taking his life away with his hand in his pocket. That that smirk on his face didn't say I'm protected. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, to add to this story, uh, George Floyd, I think he had he had a, a little bit of a rougher past, right? Um, and he did not. He's not a, a Minnesota native. Um, I can't remember where he's actually from, which is also where I think it's some, I think it's somewhere in Texas. Um, but anyways, he's from, he's from wherever uh, Stephen Jackson's from. They grew up together, and he had a rough past. Relocated to Minnesota to be a better man. And he was very vocal about it on his social media. You know, he was trying to better himself. You know, he became a truck driver. He was really proud about that. Uh, Steven Jackson uh, even sent him like a bunch of clothes. He took a picture because he was so excited to wear his drip. Like this is Mm. all fairly new. Like this has just happened more or less. Yeah. Yeah. And with this guy who's, who's really just trying to do better and do right by himself and, and, you know, was excited about his future and so excited to, you know, to share with Steven that, you know, he had to relocate to better himself. You know, this, this happens again. And, you know, we're starting to see protests. They're getting violent. Um, we're seeing things where we're th- there's a little bit, there's, there's looting, there's, there's fires, there's explosions, yep. there's uh, windows being smashed. We're seeing um, undercover police or, uh, under, uh, undercover police smashing windows allegedly uh, to make it appear like you know to, to really demonize these people. Donald Trump saying as soon as the looting starts, the shooting starts, like this is completely all the way fucked. And I think as a black man, it doesn't matter where I'm from, if it's Toronto or Minnesota, this is super fucked up and very hard to to kind of stomach after yeah. seeing a history of this over and over and over. And then if you want to layer on top. Uh, COVID-19 so we're already like there's just so much frustration right now this is just a a bad bad really bad fucking time man we just had to deal with this like what a couple weeks ago we're talking about um yeah we're talking about a a black man getting gunned down and now we have police who are supposed to be protecting our communities killing one of our own you know what I mean and it's it's crazy the one good thing that I can say if there's any uh 
silver lining to this is that they have charged one of the cops now with right. manslaughter and third degree murder. Um, so that is, you know, a sign. Um, they should be charging the other three as well, who just standing there doing nothing. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But at least there seems to be some movement happening there. And I hope these charges stick. And I hope this this disgusting cop spends the rest, the rest of his life the, behind the, the sad thing is, is that as we were rec- getting set up to record this, I did see some other breaking news. Um, and I'm really hoping, again, this isn't true. true. But uh, they did uh, an autopsy on... Uh, George Floyd, and they're saying that his death is not due to auto asphyxiation. So basically, he did not, he was not suffocated to death, they're saying. So they're hmm. saying that uh, apparently he had some pre existing conditions. They're also throwing in the fact that, or they're just throwing in that, they're, they're just saying, oh, he also may have been intoxicated or whatever he was intoxicated with at the time might have also played a factor. So the, Basically, they're just wow. saying, like, yo, wow. this cop didn't wow. do... The, the, yeah, exactly. So Wow. Um, Come on. It, 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 it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it, I didn't know how to feel. Like As soon as I saw that, I had to close my phone really quick and pour up a drink. But, like, it was... Yeah, it's, it's, it wasn't good to, to, to read in here, uh, if that's at all where they're going with this. It, it, it's, it's so crazy, because even in, like, the, the like, school boards as well, they're advocating right now heavily for anti-black racism, um, you know, pretty much to combat it in a sense, right? So like, it, it, there's so much happening right now and this week has been so crazy, mm-hmm. but just just understanding this situation, like if you are silent, if you're not speaking out against it, if you're not saying, okay, this is yep. wrong, you have to you know, combat anti-racism. If you're not saying anything like that, like you're part of the problem. Really, that's what, what's what it comes down to, right? Like this is a problem that's been, you know, entrenched in systematic oppression for a long time, right? So yep. seeing this stuff happen over and over and over again, you, you can't help but obviously Martin Luther King III said, uh, my dad said uh, back in the day that rioting is the language of the unheard, right? So everything that's happened in Minnesota right now, like it's yeah. it's one of the only ways that a lot of people, are, especially black black people are heard throughout this time, man, because it's yeah. getting crazy. Well, yeah. how, just, how, how, ma- so how many times can we just do the same things when this shit happens? You know what I mean? Like, the, you know, we're supposed to just be the better people. We're not supposed to be yeah. violent. We're still supposed to yeah. obey status quo. We're supposed to still respect and appreciate and expect that police are going to take care of us. And, you know, these are isolated things. But no, like this is like eventually, yo, fuck that. Like we've been kneeling. It, yeah. Imagine, 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 yeah. imagine, because right. I did see some pictures of this dude who kneeled on, on uh, Floyd yeah. um, with a MAGA hat. But imagine if Donald Trump years ago yeah. said, supported and said, maybe, you know what? Um, um, what's the, what's the football player? Ka- Kaepernick. Uh, yep. You know what, Kaepernick, <clears throat> you might've had, you might have a point. And then, NFL doesn't react the same way. He plays and yeah. continues having a career and becomes like uh, he's, he still continues to becoming the advocate he is, but yeah. gets the support from, you know, white supremacist number one. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're not going to get a bunch of these other situations. And like, it's hard to say that, like, if things don't play out a certain way years ago, people sentiments don't become so. Uh, their, well, their racist sentiments don't become so prevalent, and then all of a sudden, yeah. in their line of work, they're able to do shit like this. Yeah, the, the, th- the thing that pisses me off the most about just I'm I don't really want to talk about Trump, but the thing that pisses me off the most mm-hmm. about that guy is the fact that he wants to bring in the National Guard in Minnesota yeah. and and really go after the black people there. 
when riots happened and it was white supremacist, he called them like good citizens, good folks. Liberals. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, what? Well, who is this guy? Like, this guy is he just needs to go, man, because he's not doing anything. You know, a president at this time should be standing up for his country, should be standing up for his people. Right. And he's not. He's That's not the reason why leadership at all. That's the reason why, like, you cannot have a racist as a president in the United States of America at all because yeah. of what's mm-hmm. going on, right? And a lot of people are saying, oh, these riots, a lot of people have even told me, like, why are they doing that? Like, they're they're ruining their community and whatnot. I'm like, okay, well, riots are worse. Or, riots aren't worse than murders. If you don't want any riots, stop the murders. Easy. That's what it comes easy. down to. Don't murder if you don't want to riots. Easy, easy, yeah. easy, simple. And if you're not, if, if that's, if there's no... Positive outcome in general, you can't be surprised if these riots are actually happening, right? Like it, it's it's nuts because this happens over and over and over again. There is systematic oppression, a systematic, uh, you know, of course, racism that's entrenched in America, even in North America too. Right. And yeah, just the, the fact that it's it just continued to go, man, is, is it's pretty pretty sad, and it's just like it's like what what like what do we tell to the kids to our kids coming up? Like what do we tell to just even our, ourselves, we can't even go out there and actually feel like we're actually being protected. Like we are looked at immediately. And even you know, Ty, T-Rex said this on the social. He said like, okay. people, I, I'm, I'm a big see, black I guy. That clip. People are more are nicer. People are nicer to, you know, of course their dog than of course when they see me, right? It's, just, it's, it's sad, man. Yeah, let me play that clip right now, actually. But what I want to say is, from here on out, I am no longer going to mute how I feel. When I look to my left and to my right, I don't really hear the rage that I feel coming from anybody else. The concern, the fear, and that's fine. But what I've done in the past is I've allowed that silence to make me feel like I should be quiet too. I've allowed that compliance to make me feel like I should Comply too. <laughs> Not doing that no more. <laughs> but what I want to say. So yeah, I I yeah I feel him. Yeah. Uh, I feel him in I so many that. ways because that's how I. I, I feel I feel I woke up like that this morning. Uh, today was that like all the world aside, like today was a good day. Mm. But I didn't see it that way when I woke up. And yeah. I didn't feel like a lot of people could relate. And yeah. that's when, uh, like, I don't ever, like, similar to what T-Rex is saying, I don't ever really, like, show my, like, where I stand in a lot yeah. of things on social media yeah. at all. Yeah. And I don't know right. if you guys saw yeah. my story today, but I was, like, just straight up, like, yo, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm exhausted, I'm just tired. Like, I am all these things, and I just don't know what to do or say, and I'm not going to just go on like everything's just status quo because you know I, I i just after seeing after seeing so much of this shit fuck that i just i'm i, I think everybody needs to know and be put in their place and let everybody know how you how you feel when you see shit like this because a lot of the times we're, we're like yeah we're so used to it and it's, yeah cool we're supposed to uh you know get the hashtag out maybe retweet the you know uh something and then move on to the next one. But, like, this is... I feel like a lot of people, like, this is the boiling point. Like, this is the one that's really going to, you know, change the way people actually mobilize. 100%. Yeah, this 100%. one this one was tough, man. This one definitely... I don't know if it's because of COVID. It's because of 
Ahmad Arbery, be, yeah. you know, a few weeks earlier, like all the stuff. This one just hits different, man. And I think Houdini passing earlier in the week and just everything happened. And then the, man, there was that uh, that woman that uh, apparently yeah, or allegedly we, was pushed off a building in Toronto by and Toronto and we police. And we, we have no idea we, if that's we, true we or not. But like I'm seeing that happen. I'm seeing Houdini yeah. get shot. I'm seeing uh, Ahmad Arbery. I'm seeing George Floyd. And yeah. I'm locked in my house. And there's this deadly uh, disease that's killing a lot of minorities, black people as well. Like, this is just, bro, like, a lot. Like, bro. I'm, like, I'm at my boiling point. I'm at my wit's end. Like, it, it this is not an easy time. And I think, nah. like, even, like, when I was talking to you guys in our, uh, in our uh, weekly in meetings, yeah. like, I it wasn't even really planning on telling you guys, like, how I've been feeling, really, just in, just being overwhelmed. But I feel like a lot of all of this that has been going on has made me feel really overwhelmed, uh, more so than what how I usually am because I think that's just my how I feel working wise. Yeah, yeah. Like what, what I'll say too is like I, I always draw back to you know the occupation too that I have, and every February in Black History Month they have something where it's something called We Rise, so it's kind of like right. just combating anti uh, you know. Uh, anti-black racism pretty much or you know black racism in in school because it's such an issue with you know kids being de-streamed and the fact that there's really systematic ra racism uh for right. young kids in school and i think like every time i have those sessions it's like people would be asking me questions like oh how did you feel how did you feel how was your experience in school how was your experience when you when you listen to this and i'm like it, at sometimes I'm like, oh, this is like an uncomfortable position for me to be in because I'm one of the only black people in this in this room that can actually mm -hmm. express myself and whatnot. But it, right. it comes when it comes down to it, it's not just black people that has that can come out here and solve these the, these issues, man. It has to like everyone has to be united. Everyone has to play a part in it because we can't be the only ones advocating for ourselves. Right. The right. whites, like, the, everyone has to shoot down the white supremacy, of course, and we shoot down anti. Like you have to be anti-racist. That's what it has to be. That's actually yeah. what it has to be. Like, you have to shoot down those people that are not, uh, you know, not combating it. Because if they're not combating it, I'm, I'm paying attention to you. I'm paying attention to you right now. If you're in silence. Yo, one thing that like <clears throat> got to me this week is that, you know, we talk about it can't just be us. It can't. This isn't a, an issue for Black people to fix on our own. And when Kobe Bryant died, I had a lot of people reach out to me, and it was really devastating and yeah. sad. And yeah. yeah, I still think about that, but. Where's that energy now? You know what I mean? Where are those people checking in to say, like, how are you? Are you good? Like, what can I do? This is a situation where we need people from all communities coming together and be like, all right, yeah. how do we fix? How do we help? Uh, how do we help? You, know, you know what? I, I've, I've been um, very surprised at uh, now that you yeah. say that. Once I posted yeah, my little people. bit where I've just been like, yo, I'm just fucking done. Like, I don't know what to think. Like, all I do is entertain people, to be, to be honest, if you really think about it. You know, yeah. we, we have a podcast. Yeah. I'm the meme guy sometimes. Uh, I've been doing my daily moods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like even like uh, like even today's mood. I couldn't even do a happy fucking mood. Like, no, fuck that. Today was no. kind of militant. Yeah. Uh, like all I do is fucking entertain people. So it's like, you know, when it's finally like I'm just like, yo, in real life, we're getting mm. killed like this. Mm. I just don't feel like entertaining. Like, I'm just not feeling it. And that's when I, I put I put out what I said about just being fed up. And I was just surprised, like really surprised with the reception and the people who weren't even most of those people, not even black at all. You know, just, mm. you know, sending their their love in one way, shape okay. or form, whether they were just like simply just saying, yo, Shaq, you can talk to me anytime you want to talk. 
you know, give me a couple, they, you know, give me some hugs and, 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 you know, whatever. But like everybody just showed love and I really appreciated that. And like, I just kind of want to shout out everybody that I've kind of talked to today because uh, I I felt really hopeless and alone in the way that I've, I've been feeling in this situation aside from, you know, you guys that definitely are of the same demo as me. Outside of yeah. this, like, not all of my friends are black dudes that are, like, 29, 28, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Of course, so, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of people, and I have to shout them out, though, all those people that are saying, like, what can you do? Can you, rather than just putting a hashtag or a little tweet out there, are you going to send some money towards mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the GoFundMe? Are you going to, you know, ask, you know, people, how are you going to help? How are you going to help? And there's yeah. all these different resources that people are, are checking into because, First thing they got to do is realize that they're, they're privileged, right? Once you realize, once they realize they're privileged, yeah. to realize exactly what can what they deal with is totally different than what we deal with on a regular basis. And just like you, I have obviously many friends from different walks of life too. So a lot of people are reaching out and understand like this. This is what it is. And it's the first time too. I keep going on, but it's the first time too where I've actually been really outspoken and you know talking to groups where I'm like the only black guy in a group of like ten mm-hmm. people. They're talking about this situation. It's like I have to like I now now I'm like yo I got to be that angry. Black you gotta be the angry black guy there. to be honest. Like I and I, I like the the whole stigma about uh, being pro black equals yeah. anti white, and that's yeah. why I feel like I've governed myself in a certain way un- unintentionally. Like I know, mm. like you know what, I'm not gonna push the button. And I don't want to be that guy. How many times have I know we've all said I don't want to be that guy in different circles, different situations yeah. at yeah. work, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. fuck that. You gotta be that guy. I, I think but yo, it happens like we get th- thrust into that situation like the three of us we've had this conversation numerous times so the three of us are often the only black man yeah we're often the only black male that's in true a room. token in a, yo we've always been token to the yeah. fact where in university like our props couldn't even tell us apart because they just assume we we're the same yeah. black person yeah. you know what i mean but like we gotta other than me yeah other than you (laughs) (laughs) but like i say all that to say like honestly man i'm with you like i'm ready to do whatever it takes like yo if someone has a cause out there that they're reaching out to youth or they're doing something i'm here man because honestly i'm tired of feeling like i'm doing a job that's not supporting what i really care about and who the people i care about so that's it man like it's time to time to put our boots to the ground and get to work yo yeah and I think probably the best the best time for this to happen is like people are actually waking up now. People are finally waking up, and I hope it continues. Honestly. Um, okay. Uh, I really like honestly. Rest in peace to everybody that's been that we've lost over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, stay strong for everybody that's like really feeling it. Talk to me. Reach out to me. DM me. We can talk. I want to talk. Um, you, but- you, want, you want some? Sorry. Uh, before yeah, shout out to everyone there. I don't. I don't want to. You know, interrupt you, but. You want some good news right now. Just kind of yeah. flip the script, just off the bat. You want some good news. All right. Uh, First thing I want to say is Chubbs, Chubbs came through. Chubbs came through from my job, bro. I got ooh. it back, fam. I got it back today. Wait, wait, hold this on. Morning, hold on. Wait, 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 w
you wanna get battery on us. I put the dubs in my backy up. This cause he kick like messy. Uh, I leave this scene so messy. I got a waza from her and her bestie. Alright, now tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Who saved your life? Who saved your life? Shout out to Auntie. Listen. Um, <laughs> this guy yeah, said so, shout out to Auntie. You're a fucking idiot. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop <laughs> this! Shout out to Yo, this guy. Shout out to YG. This guy. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to, I remember back in the day. For our listeners, of course, there was a time when I was in Vegas uh, last year, and I, I saw Chubbs, and I'm like, Chubbs, like, bro. I just if you don't my, know Chubbs, Chubbs is like away. Drake's right hand man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Drake's pretty much like, yes, right hand man. He grabs me his things, does everything for him. <laughs> So pretty much, this guy is reckless. So, so yeah, when I saw him, I saw him at a uh, a beach club event. Went up to Chubbs like, yo, Chubbs. I was obviously off. I was I was off this. I was gone. Went up to Chubbs, please. I saw Ovio Mark there too. Yo, talk to talk to Doug Ford, man. I need my job back. He's like, bro, I don't know Doug Ford. And then I was obviously not escorted out, but I left myself. I was escorted. The area. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but but now a year a year. Oh, Goes by, yeah. it goes by, and um, I, I today I was placed into uh, back into the school that I left from last year. So okay. I feel like LeBron coming back from, you know, coming back from Miami. Okay, okay, okay. Brampton's finest. 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 Who's that? Who's that? What's wrong this guy? Who's that? <laughs> yeah, going, going back, going back now to the school I left, and uh, you know, going to obviously be a positive role model for those the black youth, yes, the marginalized kids. Yo, your you know, your segue is way better also. than what mine was gonna be, because I was gonna That's out amazing. myself, just out of pure. Uh, Wait, what? No, not what? no, not like. I was I was about to like you know sh- overshare. I was about to overshare. That's what I meant. Overshare. No, I'm not gonna overshare no more. I'm not gonna. You guys are gonna have to learn next episode. You have to share now. No, you have to share now, bro. You gotta share now. Shit, dog. People want to know. People want to know what it is. It's okay, man. People want to know what it is. You gotta share now. Hey, whatever it is, you know, we're here for you. We're here, fam. We're here. Okay, I will say, vaguely speaking, at one point in recent history, I did download hinge right just because out of boredom and curiosity so i did it i did it oh please i'm sweating (laughs) (laughs) it's because brandon already knows that's why (laughs) oh okay 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 and uh and like i was like mid profile not even fully done not even fully done finish the profile and uh, I, I, as soon as I saw, I, I, I'm like, oh shit, I got a match already. Interesting. Or uh-huh. a like, a like, sorry, because they can like your profile, okay. Or whatever. Okay. And uh, as soon as um, I, I looked at who it was, uh, it was. Uh, no, sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> Pause pause and play that. Pause and play that. Pause. That was a full (laughs) mistake. Okay, no, fuck. That's no, that's amazing. that's not what I meant. This that's, that's not what I, I mean, meant. Hey, that's hey, man. Not, no. Fuck, hey, all I was gonna say was Sagittarius Shouty. No. Yo. 
what? No, what if Hinge? What if Hinge just has her like everyone to start? Just so you can be like, I'm not fucking with Oh, how bad do you really want to be here? Are you? You can you can leave right now. We got Sagittarius Shardy ready, served up for you. You know, it's like my no. It's like Tom from MySpace. Um, so, yeah, I immediately said nah, and that was the yeah. end of that. So I was wow. just sharing. That was going to be my segue. <laughs> that was going to be my I, segue. I mean, <laughs> you should have just left it. You should have just kept it. Yeah, you that she, she, that. She, she, she out <laughs> here just, she out here ending hinge careers off rip. <laughs> 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 she, she reminded me why I'm social distancing. <laughs> Damn. She oh, go <laughs> if you don't know who Sagittarius Shardy oh, is right now, do a quick Google or check oh, uh, the nasty ass six buzz. I'm sure it's buried somewhere. Uh, yeah, her nasty. Yeah. No, she, she was, she was, she was Debbie before Debbie. And you know what? She, she oh, was, the, the, the segue was going to be sick because we played Anti, where it's all about getting battery, and she's yeah. a local battery. Um. So yeah, that, I mean, that was that was just a segue, dog. I, I mean, it, it, it was, it's not supposed to hit the, a, a pillar. Of one of our docket topics, uh, Pat, I mean that that was crazy. <laughs> so <clears throat> a truly star-studded podcast. <laughs> we, we gotta get her on the podcast. You know, everyone tweet Sagittarius Shorty. Sagittarius Shorty. No. Ooh, yes. We should. Say, yes. Let's do. We're gonna do a virtual date with Shaq and. Uh, and Sagittarius Shorty. I think I think Hinge. Listen, listen. I don't know really how it is in those streets, but I think Hinge is definitely. Didn't you used to be on the uh, on Hinge back in the day? Uh, back in the day, yeah. Back in the day, I, I dabbled in it uh, a bit. Listen, it was don't don't give me the. Okay, listen. We just talked to a professional athlete. Okay, he didn't talk to Honestly. us like that. Honestly, yeah. look at look at this guy's response. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are all talking like that. Hey. Uh, anyways, um. So what? Else? Yeah, we. Yeah, it was dope. It was actually interesting, man. It's, it's a. It's an interesting concept, and I feel like it's you a need interesting. more professionals. Hey, it's interesting. an interesting concept. <laughs> interesting concept. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, good app. Good app, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick, Five how stars? is it? I don't know. <laughs> I only did uh, I did Tinder. Were, were you around yeah. for Bumble? Or did you miss that? Tail end, tail end. Yeah. Tail end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right at the end. Okay, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was um, it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting uh, for sure. I think I think I, I, I feel like I feel like Tinder. <laughs> I feel like t- Tinder used to be like rolling the dice. Like it used to be yeah. like it's either yeah. like really lit, it's really trash, yeah. or just fucking all over the place. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> not not the best, not the best. Um, no, this is not the good. This is not a good time for any of that. Thank God, I just I just I just get lit and go for walks and play video games. There we go. Yo, I'm fully, I'm, I'm fully converted to like being like 16, 17 again. Like, hey, I, not, w- you want to know what I did for my, what I do for my lunch breaks all week? Oh man! So, I hopping on the, huh? at the club, but uh, on, on uh, what's the San Andreas? You're going to San oh, Andreas? Oh no, 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 no! I'm active during lunch, bro. I'm active. Oh, okay, okay. So, so okay. Uh, I, uh, I, I hop on my bike. Yeah, my uh-huh. bike. We bike. You have a bike. Uh, okay. Uh, I haven't been on a bike in over 10 years, so I hopped on the bike. Whoa. You fell off. No, 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 no. You never forget that <laughs> shit. And I, I rode my bike to basketball court, you know, put up some jumpers. Okay. Bro, that's a two minute, that's a literally a one minute, one minute bike ride. No, no, no. no it's no. across the street. Guys, 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 there are better courts. There, there's multiple mm. courts in the area. 
Mm. I didn't go okay. to, like this is not what? this is not the, the favorite one. You go you gotta go to the Bernard Park. Like if you if all the real ones that are listening right now, they know Bernard Park is where it's at. So they just really really recently took off the uh plastic shit off the rims mm. so we could play. So I was just putting up what? some shots. Yeah, I was I'm getting it in. I, I I was training with my brother the other day. Like training like Whoa. I was sixteen. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. We don't even have rims, bro. To, to be honest, I was in, I was in Markham last weekend, and I was I was shooting around too with a, at a on a, a school. The school yeah. had like six different basketball nets. The only problem <laughs> is that if the ball goes astray, the other people you have to run before they get to the other people because they're mm. gonna touch it instinctively. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, no, we, no, you can't even do that no more, yo. Yo, we we just get there early. Like when I I was with my brother, we went to the court at like ten in the morning. That's prime. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time. But like it's hot as fuck, so we died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we yeah. I eventually was one of those, I was like in my in my uh in my uh NBA off season workout bag, you know? <laughs> like you might as well throw me in, in the video with doing the things, you know? The, hold on, hold on. Were you hoodie shack? No, no, no. I was oh. I was I was dad bod shack, you know, straight topless, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Damn, so no no hat on, or is it just like you're letting letting the baldy just like shimmer in the in the sunlight? Uh, so that's a shimmer. <laughs> um, update on the baldy. It's not a full baldy, so like it's not a full I baldy. um I just shave it to like one or whatever the lowest of the low is. Put it really low. Give it a little lineup. It's whatever. I'm just I'm just you know I've accepted the fact that I probably will not go back to work. I, no, I know right. I know I know for a fact I'm not going to the office for the rest of the year. Whoa, oh, for real? Wait, yeah, I'm not going for the rest of the year. Uh, so it's basically it's wow. my choice, but right. they said that uh, based on a company our size, um, we're waiting for the government to say it's okay to go back. When they do, 25 percent goes. Then eventually the next wave will be 50, and then 100. Right. I am not. And then on top of that, there's also no meetings really. There's no interaction yeah. with anybody. You can't go like to uh, break room or go to the lunch uh, ha- and yeah. have the lunch c- communal area or anything. I'm just going to be yeah. by myself in the office. I'm not spending $300 a month to just sit by myself. Nice. So <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm stacking for the rest of the year. 2021 Facts. is going to be my fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you and Brandon are going to live together in Liberty Village. Like that's going to be the spot. Listen. More or less. Yeah, well, that's what I probably was going to do. But, yo, speaking of that, there's some people that are saying, yo, 2021 is going to be my year. But some people are saying 2020 is going to be their year because we saw How? Trinity Bellwoods Park last week. But, right? but now people the crop circles are there. Chilling, but, yeah, the crop, now the crop circles yeah, are there. Call them before, like, <laughs> well, don't even call it the crop circles, bro. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't even know if we want to talk about that. Trinity Bellwoods being, being nuts outside. Yo, um, people, are, people just don't care, man. Not at all. And a uh, man like Doug Ford told everyone to get tested. <laughs> if you were there, he said get tested. No, no. I think that, he, he's a bad man to even say that. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, facts. If, if he facts. was in these streets, go get tested. Don't come around me, fam. Just <laughs> go know, get don't tested. Come around my ends, you know? But, yo, it's, yo, I'm not, I kind of am looking forward to 2021, obviously, to get out of this year, but it's going to be hectic, man. Like, it's be crazy, yeah. every single event that was supposed to happen this year got pushed the next year. Yeah, so it's funny that I thought that this crazy. was going to be the year that was going to be the most expensive year in my entire life. Facts. Turns out I'm saving the most that I've saved in like, well, I mean, since <laughs> I have my life together. <laughs> so, a long time. A month ago. 
<laughs> nah, since, nah, nah, since I was like in autopilot mode off my first job, when I think my first job is very easy to save and do everything, right? And then yeah. since then, I, I've been, like life just gets too lit and real, uh, and so it's been more difficult. But like this is the, probably the best year since my first year of like saving. Uh, mm. To be able to claw back yeah. and do whatever the fuck I want, like I go to the LCBO yeah, once a week now to to buy up two bottles. Now I got a bar. Damn, yeah. you know I'm sipping once a week. Wow, once going, a week I got stone week. and gravel. I just I I sip good. I sip good now. <laughs> hey, hey, that's some good <laughs> stuff right there, bro. Yeah, if you don't know about stone and gravel, that's that yeah, Ray and nephew good. mixed with the that's Stones yeah, ginger yeah. wine and Stones ginger wine. You can't Ooh. find Ray and nephew anywhere in Richmond. It's yeah, gone. Man. You gotta, you gotta come to no. the ends, bro. You gotta come to Scarves. Yo, I found, I found, you know, I found it eventually. I had to go to multiple locations. They, they're in multiple weeks. They're like, I, I, I went to the one. They're like, no, we don't have any. <laughs> yo, the old, uh, this old Russian lady at the LCBO. She's like, I'm like, yo, do you have overproof rum? The Ray nephew one, white rum. She's like, no, we're out of that. And I explained to her that it was overproof. It was like 65. percent She's like, but we have alcohol 90. percent I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? This is Cal dude. <laughs> He's like Cal dude. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Um, yeah. And I'm like, so what kind of alcohol is it? She's like, alcohol. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you saying? <laughs> you sanitizer, yeah. bro. <laughs> but, but I'm like, I, I, I'm also like a little bit curious, so I'm like, right? I'm like, well, how much is this alcohol? <laughs> and then she's like. It's hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to make a drink. I want stone and gravel. I don't want alcohol to die. I'm not trying to get fucked up. Fucked up. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yo. Bro, I remember the first time. The last time I drank, I got super turned. I haven't even told you guys. That's the reason why I was like, yo, I'm not drinking for a long time. I've been drinking like a good two, three weeks, bro. I've been drinking what a the long fuck, time. Really? Well, actually, no. Oh, last week we had a drink. Yeah, you drank. No, no, yeah. Two weeks. You drank <laughs> live on the party. You took a shot with us. I, I'm, like, yo, I'm like, yeah, Brandon, take a shot. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, go, go. This guy goes yeah, it feels like it's a long time ago. I mean, I mean, real drinking. I mean, real drinking. We're actually going at it for like, like you know, yeah, real drinking. Anyways, I haven't had a bender. Yo, I do, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> you haven't been ram squaddled. Man's are ram squaddled. <laughs> I like I I hate that I like it. I hate that I like yeah, it. I hate yeah. But that's the, the, the funny thing is, the drunker and drunker you get, the harder and harder it will be to pronounce it. Oh, hundred percent. So I think that 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 in itself is a drinking game. You take one shot, you all say Ram Squaddle together. The person that's just like Ram Squirtle. Ram Squirtle. <laughs> Ram Squirtle. <laughs> Ram Squirtle. Yo. Yo. Where did this yeah. go? This guy's crazy. Yeah, man. Where is this pod gone? It's pod's gone off the rails. It's a rat. Yeah. You guys are. What was the thing that um? Oh my gosh, Rob Ford used to say. When he got drunk, it was like a thing that oh. I never heard. Ah, uh, oh, what are you saying? Oh, whoa! You gotta tell people. All the listeners need to tell us exactly what he used to say. But it's yeah, like, yeah, it was not a bender. Like a oh, he he said he was on drunken stupor. His drunken stupor. Drunken stupor. I had a drunken stupor. Yo, I, I've, yo, I've been, I've been on like a two month drunken stupor. <laughs> Just constantly drunk. Two months. Perfect. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> you got, you use that more though. Oh, that's new. Perfect. Oh, that's new. I I, I, I added that one and I, I added this one, but we're just Finish we're giving a man's too much sauce. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't drop it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, 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 no. So, do you guys have anything? Any plans for like the lit weekend uh, safely? Uh, we're getting closer to being able to t- to, to touch each other with the paws. Yeah, 
touch each whoa. other. Pause. Don't worry. I said I, I paused it before you did, so this is not weird now. I completely made it not weird by pausing yeah. it before no, you could no, react. You made it more. You made it more weird by yeah. like. See, I don't obviously don't get this pause game because I I I don't pause and then you guys lose it and then I pause and you guys lose it. <laughs> So tell me what you guys oh, want. I, 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 I just don't say things that require a pause. Then you're good. Yeah. Yeah, man. So anyways, we have any... Yeah. But we're getting closer to being able to be around people. People, yes. See? But the second wave is still coming. A lot. Yeah. A lot of them. A lot. No, of course. Wait, are you, are you so, asking a question or are you, are you testing out how to use the word a lie? No, I try to make it formal. You know, an underrated, an no, underrated thing. A lie, right? Can, can I say yes. something that I've noticed the last couple episodes that we've recorded on Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you watch Brandon and then we yeah. just keep taking turns talking, you could see who he's looking at because of the color that's reflecting off of him. Yeah, it's jokes. It's jokes. Oh, that's yeah, that's so so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> so, wait, wait. That's, yo, and then he, that's, why, that's why I like when, when Patrick's talking, because I actually can see him like, yo, there's no glitches. <laughs> no, nothing. And now, now you see this. This is what I hate. Oh, man. That's yeah. hilarious, this is what man. I hate. Yo, Brandon's translucent, yo. This guy became translucent. Um, I also, no, I, but what I, I asked you guys, because I do have something like, really almost like corny slash cool that i'm planning tonight right after we're done recording yeah uh we're having a a, a family pub night over here hey so uh, of course, yeah of course the cox household would do that you guys would do that yo i, yo, I planned yo. it so let me tell you let me tell you the details before you don't get as excited as you should be for this because it's it's gonna be lit mm. uh so when this is done i'm gonna go get dressed i told everybody they're not allowed to wear anything that they've been wearing during quarantine you have to wear some fresh you need you need some drip like I might wear my gold bottoms today. Wait, even auntie's, yeah, even, auntie's part of it. Auntie's part of it. Auntie's gonna be dripping too. Okay. Uh, oh, dripping. Okay, got it. Got it. And that so, was... so nobody uses the bar. Like y'all see the the bar downstairs. That's only used yeah. when you guys are there. Hey. It's or, or I'll just go there for a sick FaceTime. You know, the Hall of Fame's over there. Like there's a lot going on downstairs, but like nobody ever touches it. So I'm like, yo, yeah. dummies, you wanted a three thousand square foot house, right? Let's use it. Let's let's Jeez. let's uh let's go. Yeah, let's go Big downstairs. Hey, it's not mine. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's go downstairs and, and drink by the bar. Okay, we'll play some tunes. Everybody's gonna be fresh. Okay, I'll throw on some maybe some family home movies. I recently discovered a video of myself playing basketball at the age of sixteen that I've never seen before. Uh, wow. We'll throw that on. Maybe play some Jenga. I got like a little uh, putter thing with like a, a little hole, golf hole. Okay. Um, okay. okay. I also uh, like w- before we even get there. So I'm gonna change into my drip. I'm gonna go pre-drink upstairs with Malik. You know, <laughs> I'll go pre-drink in 12A and then come down to yeah. 12C. 12. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean, so wow. that's that's yeah. the flex tonight. I'm gonna get where I'm squaddled with this with the squad. Let me let me let me, let me ask you something, Shaq. Yo. Where did this idea come from, man? Did this happen to be, you know, because you saw a certain someone and their fiance last week doing a doing uh, a, a date night? They got dressed uh, up, they put on clothes, no. had drinks, had dinner. Is that is that yeah. what's this coming from, Shaq? Is that how Listen, dare whenever you say such a thing? You know, it's supposed to be. Some- I didn't. I didn't even notice. Ah, okay. I didn't notice. Okay. okay. I mean, you, you know, I, I noticed you guys are doing cute shit, but like to me, that's so different because that's date coupley shit. So I'm like, nah, that's not me. Yeah. That's just Patrick yeah, and his wife. I really respect you, bro. I love it, though. Fam, I'm I really so envious. You. I respect mm. Patrick. 
I respect Patrick because he even took a picture and said the views, the background of Brampton. I was like, yo, I salute you, Pat. The Brampton views. I was a big fan of that. Yo, one thing I'll say is that there a lot of people are doing it's kind of I think myself and I uh, know that my my roommates have, have really Wait, brought this to the forefront. Wait, hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. You said your significant other slash roommate, you're in trouble already. Yeah, no, no. you're already in trouble. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you call. The, the point is, the point is, there's this is a game called Code Names. Okay? okay, you can have a. Pub night, even with your friends, just on on Zoom, just like this. Mm-hmm. Some thing called cold games. Ever the guys against girls, whatever it may be, have teams. Super sick game because you have to obviously. There's one interpreter. There's one person that's saying all the words, and you have to guess the clues to get. Like, it's a sick game. Right. I played it a few times with her uh, with her colleagues. Bro, sick game to play. Cold names. Everyone do it. That and of course some other some other stuff that you can do too. It's pretty dope. Like games over Zoom, you can actually do, bro. That's all okay. okay. Good. Okay. Good. Appreciate Probably. appreciate that Probably. um that recommendation. Um, before we go, I have another uh, Netflix recommendation. Mm. Oh, what is it? Uh, Waco. 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 Okay. Waco. Huh. Waco. I did see this. So uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Michael Shannon. He played General Zod in fucking that Superman movie. He played the. Uh, I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. If you saw that movie based on, it's called The Iceman, where he's a mob killer. Anyways. Michael Shannon's in it. John Leguizamo's in it. Ruth from Ozark is in it. Uh, it's oh, wow. a pretty star-studded cast. It's a limited series, six episodes, 45 minutes to 55 minutes, around that range. Uh, and it's about the what happened in Waco, Texas. I, I think this was like the early 90s. Um, right. And right. this is where uh, the FBI had a, a shootout slash standoff with uh, um, David Koresh, uh, who's this cult leader, uh, religious cult leader who has like a bunch of wives. And one of his wives is Ruth, who at the time when they got married was 14. And so they had allegations of child abuse. So they all came uh, um, and uh, came on their property and they, there was no conversation at all. It just started to a straight shootout. It was fucked. And this is a real, this, this is a real life story that happened. Uh, so it, I mean, it's a six, it's a six series, six, six episodes. You're in, you're out quality ass television on Netflix. Okay. Watch that. That's my okay, recommendation exactly. for okay. sure. I might do it. I probably won't because I plan on being outside this weekend. No, no, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got an Apple watch this week, guys. So, uh, get my, get my fitness game up there. You know what I'm saying? Did you use your points that you were going to use for travel on an Apple Watch? I did. Did I you did. actually? <laughs> well, kind of. It's like a, it's a work thing, but yeah, I use money. That... How did I guess that? Because I almost did the same thing, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole weekend, I was actually supposed to be in Philadelphia for the Ruth picnic. And I got depressed because I couldn't go. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to use this money. Bought myself an Apple That's Watch. Sick. I like that. So here we go. I respect that. Maybe I'll dip in a dabble. You know what I mean? I might have you know to I mean? dip in a dabble. Spoil yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. 100%, bro. Yeah, yeah. But definitely everyone stay safe this weekend, man. Or this week, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah man. Safe, oh, by the way, Pat, thanks for introducing Versus. 
Bounty Killer versus Beating Man was the best. Fuck, how did we skip that entire thing right now? Hold on. Like, let's let's talk about it for like two seconds. Um, Beating Man's gut is crazy. Yeah. Yo, that's a dad bod. That's wow. a dad bod. Dude. I don't want anybody ever talking to me about a dad bod because I am nice. <laughs> okay, Beanie Man is unacceptable. That's, that's this man hard. wears his skin tight shirt. Like it's like it's like me wearing this shirt. Yeah. Plus, like a, a nice like what I guess his gut is probably about like five inches off of his yeah. chest. It's nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. It looks nasty. hard. And he, he said he's inspired to work it out after being roasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> but they killed it. Yo, like between yeah, Man and, Go- and Bunty Killer being in the same spot doing a versus, fire. audio was perfect. Fire. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw the highlights. I appreciated this one, Patrick. I wish I saw yes. this one. Yes. Police came when you messaged me saying that they came to lock it off, and you're like, "Yo, I don't know if you could hear in the background, but Beanie Man is cussing him right now." <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, was dying. It, right? Yo, I play, oh. I played that for my fam. Like it was hilarious. Cut, <laughs> <laughs> you cut, you like oh, the police. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Multi Killer is gone, bro. Oh, Multi Killer left. Yeah, he left, bro. He's like, I left the room. Yo, Multi Killer's like, yo, I got priors. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I just got out. It hasn't even been a year. It's been a couple months. That's a boy that I reached. Drive on. Digicel held it. Yo, Digicel held it strong. Yes, what did you sell? Powered the Wi-Fi? Yes, yes, yes. I've never seen a strong connection like that in my life. This strong digital, man. Oh Crazy. man, yeah. The versus has been proper. The one right after that was super trash. Yeah, and then I saw Swiss Dragon Beats basically saying that like these guys aren't no, people aren't using the kits that they send them because they send them kits to actually be able to put to put together the highest form of quality mm-hmm. to do this. So now they're making it mandatory and no longer just suggested because. Who wants to see some, you know, whatever? Like, who wants to see somebody play music in their space through yeah. whatever phone or device is uh, Instagram living? Like, that's not a vibe. Exactly. You don't want to see that. Nah. Nah. But Alta Killer, Beanie Man, they represented for, for Yardies. They represented for J.A. Proper. Oh, so oh. Big up, big up. Patrick, hold on. I got, I got breaking news. Hold on. Jeez. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Hold on. Um, Kirk Franklin is going to face Fred Hammond in the next yes. verses. I was about to say it. Fucking right. I was told that. Wait, uh, you can't. Hold on. Hold on. You can't use that drop. Okay. Okay. Then... Okay. Hold on. You're right. You're going, <laughs> with the gunshots and you fucking right. Okay. Hold on. Let me try. Let me see if I can do a holy. You can do let, that. let me like see if was... I can get you a, a holy, a holy drop combo. I think that's all I can do. All right, all right. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll work on that, DJ. Yeah, DJ, DJ. Hold on. Oh, yo. Work on that. Oh, my. <laughs> Anyways, continue. This guy's the worst. But, yo, I'm actually excited for, for this versus. Um, I, was told that you, we, I, I was told that you fainted at the announcement. Oh, yes. I was, you know, I had a few hallelujahs out there, you know. But this is going to be lit. This is going to be good, man. These guys, their energy. Imagine, like, picture Tory Lanes, but, like, gospel version How, that's that's kirk franklin that's the type of energy God. <laughs> mm, okay and fred hammond is like who's a big guy that like bounces like a like a dj muster oh, like, oh, oh, a big guy that like, bounces somewhere. uh what's his oh, name uh, no you know uh, uh what's his name duke deuce duke deuce yes yes <laughs> gospel duke deuce <laughs> what the? like yo the, the energy is gonna be crazy we need this right now um this should be good i'm mm. looking forward to it yes sir 
Right. Yes, sir. All right, now mm-hmm. we'll we'll leave him off with that with them with them holy vibes. Pastor, give him your the word generous Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Dennis Jr. on Twitter, Instagram.com. Check it out. And then my guy from Brampton. Brampton's finest. 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 You already know what it is, man. Underscore JB on Instagram and Graham underscore JB on Twitter. And myself, shop like Shaq. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. You with the K, no Q. Now with the hype, we'll be back. Episode 82 just soon compound. Young Black and Gifted. RP Houdini. That like sharp posse, I'm so drippy, I'm so saucy, she was tricky. I'm from Mali, transfer my dick to a lolly. Police want me, I was in Holly. Dealt with me like it was a R-E-Y-G. All of the polys, with your auntie. She up a brick in her panty, it's YG and Houdini. I think she want to get battery up. I put the dubs in my backy up. This cause he kick like Messi up. I leave this scene so messy. I got a wazza from her and her bestie. In a trap, with your auntie. She up a brick in her panty, it's YG and Houdini. I think she want to get battery up. I put a dozen in my backy. Uh, this could be kick like Messi. Uh, Ali, this is so messy. I thought I wasn't for her and her bestie. Glock, you kick like jelly. I'm in the trap with a nine and a baby. Been reading up on the daily. We serve a fool like this shit with the 80. Remember the days, the auntie said, save me. I'm in the rave with a 380. Bro, spin the block in a Mercedes. You just an actor, you playing crazy. All of this money I'm making is lazy. I'm coming up like I got rabies. All of these bears, this shit like the name.